Welcome to Failure's Knowledge, the best podcast for you to develop personally to grow to the best version of yourself. See, it takes time and learning from other people's experiences give you the edge that you have been looking for that will help you later on in life. All I ask for is one thing. Go ahead and subscribe to this podcast and leave a review on how this episode impacted you the most. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more content that will help you develop personally. Thank you. Okay, this is a part two episode number 27. What's going on, my brothers around the world? It's your boy, Terrell Humphrey, and welcome to Failure's Knowledge. Here at Failure's Knowledge, we empower people to become the best version of themselves. And how we do that? We lead by example. And and today, I got my special guest, Jack Brassfield. What, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Man, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, uh, episode 27, dude, that's that's kick-ass. I love it. And uh, yeah, I love the Failure's Knowledge uh the whole uh, theme of this thing. It's awesome. I'm doing great. How are you? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I would say I complain. If I complain, you going to listen to me? Yeah, sure. I got an ear. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. How you been doing? How's everything been going? Man, it's, it's been going good. Um, you know what? Uh, we got a lot of things going right now. I th- we, we were talking earlier about juggling. Um, you got to be a juggler, you know, to be an entrepreneur, um, it, you know, uh, we started with one business 23 years ago. And as soon as I got out of the Marine Corps, uh, you know, I, I knew I didn't want to work for the man and, um, you know, it, it's not for everybody. I'm not saying you can't work for the man. Okay. But it wasn't for me. And, uh, you know, you need those people. You need, you need a great crew around you. You need those that are going to work for, for I, I hate even saying that term now that I said it, but you need those guys that are going to work for the man. You need to surround yourself around positive, good people, smart people. I'll even venture out to say you need to you need to have people surrounding you that are smarter than you. I'll I'll start with that. Okay. When did you realize it? Because like uh, the, the same the same mindset that you have is the same type of mindset that I have right now. Man, it it. Well, then you're way ahead of me because it took me a long time to figure that out. You know, uh, in 1998, uh, I started Colt Express. Uh, it's a, it was a trucking company back then. We ran 18 wheelers, uh, vans, pickup trucks, you name it. Um, and now we've we've kind of condensed down to smaller cargo vans and box vans and stuff like that. We don't we don't run 18 wheelers over the over the road anymore. But but anyway, to get back to your question. It took me a long time to figure out that, hey, I'm not the smartest one in the room and I'm okay with that. Okay. For years, I was like, no, listen, we're doing it my way, period. Listen to me. If you don't want to do it my way, there's the door. It took me a long time to figure out that, man, I hired these guys to run my show. So you got to trust them. At some point, you got to let go. And, you know, it might not be done a hundred percent the exact way you want it done. But you know what? Sometimes 97, 98% isn't bad. 
So you got to let go and, and, and let people do their thing. That's why you hired them. And that's, that's crazy that you actually realize that just because like, like us as business owners, well, I'm a coming one, but you've been with a business owner for like 20, over 20 years. And yes. that's incredible. But we, we, we feel like we have to do everything in a way to where like, if it don't get done our way, then they get, ain't gonna get done. But in all reality, people has like special abilities for themselves. Absolutely. And you know what? And there is a time and place to do it your way and and to do it yourself. I mean, there's been times when I've just, you know, rolled up my sleeves and said, listen, I got to do this. OK, this this needs to be done the right way. And, and I'm going to do it. Step back. Let me do it. There's a time and place for that. When you do that, you you don't want to ridicule. You don't want to belittle your employees. Um, you, you don't you don't want to come across the wrong way. You, you need to come across more like this. Hey, let me help you do that. I've got some experience with this. Let me help you do that. And that's how I come across now. And I, 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 I try to make my guys think, well, not think. I try to let them know that we're a team, okay? It's not you working for me. It's us working together as a team to make this thing happen. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you, you talking from experience i'm talking from experience i mean mm. now i've been in a lot of ditches i've been in a lot of trouble mm -hmm. doing it that way mm -hmm. doing it my way but i don't know maybe maybe that's the light bulb finally came off or on i'm saying i'm sorry the like the light bulb finally came on in my head and i said man i gotta change the way i'm doing things to grow I could have stayed, I could have stayed small minded, mm -hmm. you know, and been successful. But mm -hmm. what if I walk out into the street tomorrow and get hit by a bus? Then nobody's running my company. Why? Because I was doing everything. I, there was time mm -hmm. to let go, let people do their thing, hire people that know what they're doing. You know, uh, you know, when you hire a manager, he needs to have manage manager experience. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and if you hired him for that, then you need to trust him that he knows what he's doing. And, and it's crazy that you that you just described it like this. So it, it's always the little things that we never pay attention to. And it's but yeah. for you to actually like actually be like light bulb came on, like damn, let me let me start changing that way. Let me start changing how I'm doing things because what for, for whatever reason, what what made the light bulb come on? That's that's the next question. What made the light bulb come on to actually change your ways? I, I know exactly what, what made it come on for me. Um, you know, I've dabbled my whole life in racing dirt bikes, singing country music, back to racing dirt bikes, back to singing country. I mean, you know, I did, I did that same thing for a long time while I was doing my business. Okay. And um, the light bulb moment for me was getting hurt. Mm. Okay. I had broken a few bones racing dirt bikes and mm -hmm. I didn't have a choice. So I'd like to say it was my choice, but I really, I didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. My business was either going to need to be run by other people while I laid at home or in the hospital or in at home in bed healing, or it was just going to die. It was mm -hmm. either shut the doors because you, you jacked yourself up on the dirt bike or let these people try to run it. And that's what we did. Luckily, I've got a wonderful wife. She's my best friend. Uh, luckily, you know, she stepped in and ran the show. And and now today, 
if uh, if you ask any of our 44 drivers here at Colt Express, they they know who the real boss is. OK, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I'd like to say I used to I used to carry that role. Well, I'm fine with stepping out and saying, you know what? She's smarter than me. You got to know mm-hmm. when to, to, to say when. Mm-hmm. And that, that's just my experience. I know a lot of guys that cannot take direction from women. And that's mm-hmm. sad. That's really sad for them because uh, there shouldn't be a level like that. You know what I mean? I agree. I completely agree. Cause, uh, cause my wife, best friend, best friend. Cause I, I, I do understand exactly where you're coming from because your, your wife is actually making decisions for y'all. I mean, Greg yeah. is going to be the best decision for both of y'all and your wife just make it. And that's right. incredible. It's incredible for you, for you to actually say that. And I only be married for like, not as long as you, but only be married for like three years. May, May, uh, is our anniversary. Oh, but great. I had to learn. I had to learn how to actually communicate, actually start expressing how I feel and start just open, opening up to her. And it took a lot. It took a lot. Yeah, yeah I, I think marriage is probably the toughest job ever. I would say second is raising kids. Mm-hmm. And now it doesn't have to be tough. When I say tough, I don't mean um, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Okay. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I mean, you know, we met right after I got out of the Marine Corps. And in 97, mm-hmm. got married in 98, and here we are 23 years later. But uh, so it is fun, but it is the toughest job in the world because there's compromise. Mm-hmm. And you've got you've to be open-minded. And, and that goes back to me understanding that, you know, she's smarter at things on this side, and she knows that I'm better at things on this side. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we've kind of learned that balance. And we have agreements. It's like, if we're not in agreement, we don't do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. If she's wanting to go left and I'm wanting to go right, guess what? We just pause for a minute. You know, that's why there's a reverse in your, in your car. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, it doesn't have to be in drive the whole time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stop, throw it in reverse, back up, throw it in park, pause for a minute and go, Hey, we're going to figure this out before we move forward. And we're going to be in agreement. Okay. If we're not, you know, I don't know how how you are as far as being a believer, but that's even biblical. Okay, Mm -hmm. God looks at you as one once Mm -hmm. you get married. Okay, you're not Jack and Tana anymore. He looks at you as one. So that tells me I'm 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 smart enough to know that tells me then then we need to make decisions as one. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's that's I don't know that's those are just life lessons. Some people have to figure out on their own, and I hope it doesn't take years and years to figure it out. And I, <laughs> you're speaking nothing but facts. You're speaking nothing but facts. Uh, do you ever, are you ever uh, overwhelmed with balancing your relationship, balancing your business, balancing your relationship with your kids? Are you ever in a situation to where you're overwhelmed? I'm not overwhelmed with, with business decisions. I'm mm-hmm. not overwhelmed with, uh, you know, the wife and the kid. I, I, I guess if I had to pick right now, what overwhelms me is, my kids wanting to take over today. And I'm, and I'm constantly saying, Jack or Jackson, Kylie, relax. This Mm -hmm. is the plan. Okay. This is a five-year plan, a 10-year plan. You'll take over someday. Okay. Everything I do, you know, we we're running, good gosh, (laughs) um, four or five businesses right now. And, Mm -hmm. and I hear you asking your podcast a lot. What's your why? Okay. Mm -hmm. My why used to be for me. 
for me to be successful. But now it's at, at 46 years old, my why is my kids, my grandkids. My why is I'm, why I'm doing this to set their future up. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you, this world isn't setting them up. They're not even mm-hmm. teaching how to balance a checkbook in school. They're not teaching you how to open a bank account. They're not teaching you how to save money. So in my opinion, that's on mom and dad. We need to set you up for life. I don't mean give it to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, set them up for success. Okay. Um, and that's probably the only thing that overwhelms me from day to day. You know, my mm-hmm. daughter, she wants to take over Colt Express now. You know, <laughs> she she works here in the office. She's a huge, huge help, huge asset to us. But I keep telling her, you know, hey, it's not time yet. You know, there will be a time that I don't come in to the office. There will be a time that I just sit at home and cash the checks. Mm-hmm. It's not right now. It's overwhelming. And my son's the same way. You know, he wants to do it now. You don't want to, um, you, you can't get mad at them for that though, because that mm-hmm. just means they're hustlers. They're go-getters. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Then it's crazy that you say go-getter because I'm reading a book called Go-Giver. And, it, and it's really a good book though. Um, and then, because it, it's crazy because when I, when I started this journey of becoming an entrepreneur or like creating everything for myself, it, it, I wanted success like that. I wanted success like quicker than I, I thought about it. Because as soon as I thought about it, because I started in August of 2020, and when I thought about it in August of 2020, by September of 2020, I, I was thinking I was going to become a millionaire. And I didn't realize that there are steps to this. There's a process to this. And and, and, and the process is time and and experience and actually learning how to, how, how, to, how to create something. And once I learned that, I was like, why am I trying to rush to become a millionaire by next month? The quicker I get the money, the quicker I'm going to lose it. <laughs> and and it took me a while to actually realize that. What was you going to say? No, you know what? Uh, the whole millionaire thing, the whole money in the bank thing is, is something I struggle with. And I'll tell you why. Because we all come to the bottom of that ramp out the freeway and we see those guys holding the sign. We see those guys living under the bridge. And the question in my mind when I see those guys is who's doing it right? Am I doing it right with, with a house payment, car payments, debt, and, and, and responsibility, or is he doing it right? He has zero responsibility, (laughs) zero. And so, so the million bucks in the bank, whatever, whatever, that is all, that's all on how you look at it. He might be happy. All he needs is, is 10 bucks a day to get him a, get him a couple, you know, drinks and some food. And I I need way more than that because I've got bills. I've got collectors that are going to be calling if I don't make those payments. So the, the million dollar thing, I would relax on that. You know, in my opinion, I would relax on that. And, and you just do you, you do the work, the money will come mm-hmm. and, and I'll, I'll go on and say, um, you've got to make yourself available, you know? And what I mean by that is I've been teaching my son this, okay? Um, Mm -hmm. Just be in the right place at the right time, all the time. Make yourself available. If you're never available, nobody's going to ask you for your help. But if you're constantly surrounding yourself with good people and you're constantly in the room, then they're going to reach out to you. Hey, Jack, you want to do this? 
heck yeah, I'm doing it. I'm on it. That's how you make yourself available. And my son is learning that quickly. He's, mm-hmm. he's a, uh, you know, we started this arena cross series, uh, which is dirt bike racing indoors, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for people that don't know, arena cross is, is motocross racing inside arenas that they have hockey, basketball, uh, rodeos. And he is now one of the uh, dozer operators. And he's, he's damn good on a dozer and a skid steer. He's really good at it. And, um, you know, he fell into that position literally by standing around in the right spot and saying, Hey, can you drive that? And he didn't know how, but he Hmm. said, yeah, I'll figure it out. Get in it, get in it, figure it out. And then next thing you know, now he's got a job, you Hmm. know, uh, I, I just say, be in the right place, be available. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But for everybody that don't know, cause this might be a crazy question. What is a dozer? Oh, a dozer. You know, uh, it's uh, dozer looks like a tank, but it pushes dirt. Oh, okay, 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 okay. You know, it's a big. You know, caterpillar makes them. You know, John mm-hmm. Deere makes them. Looks like mm-hmm. a big tank with tracks on it, and it pushes dirt. You know, mm-hmm. and that's like how they build. The, yeah, that's yeah, how they yeah. build the tracks. Uh, a skid steer is like a forklift. Okay, it turns on a dime. It's mm-hmm. like a dozer, but it's smaller. It's got tracks and it's got a bucket. Mm-hmm. and lifts the dirt okay and uh you know we bought one for our racetrack and uh and i didn't really teach him how to do it i showed him i said this is how you go forward this is how you go back this is how you lift up the bucket and and pick up the dirt he jumped in it and kids now he's 17 kids nowadays they play video games they know how it works you know it's like they get in it and they figure it out in 30 seconds <laughs> guess what if you don't figure it out in 30 seconds somebody's gonna get hurt you mm-hmm. gotta figure it out. hundred percent. And I and I lead I, I lead by example with my kids. I, I tell them, listen, put it in drive and start moving. You're not gonna do anything sitting on the couch dreaming about it. Jump in your truck, put it in drive, or get up off the couch and start walking. Start moving. You mm-hmm. you start moving, you figure out which way to go. But you're not gonna do anything just sitting on the couch dreaming about it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And earlier you stated that you seen it, uh, my uh, latest video. Uh, I asked people what's they what's they why, because what what I came to realize is that everybody why tend to change as they progress in life. Because at least mine did. So when I first started, my why when I first started, I wanted to make a million dollars. Then as I start, when I kept taking actions, kept learning, I kept growing. I was like, nah, that's not really my why. When my why is now, I want to educate the masses that there's multiple opportunities out here. Like, you don't have to be doing what I'm doing. You have to be doing in the same uh, industry that I'm in. All you have to be doing is just doing what you love to do. And once I figured out what's my why, now I can help people. Like, if they want to start their business or start, con- start making content, you need, first, you need to have a why. Because if you don't have a why, yo, everything is going to be thrown off. You're going to just be doing it, just be doing it. But if you have a defined why, you're going to be perfectly good. Because when it get hard, you're going to keep pushing because your why is going to keep pushing you. And once I realized that, once I realized that, Jack, when I tell you it was a big mind changer, oh my, oh my goodness, big game changer, not mind changer, big game changer. Like now I'm 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 more aware of everything I'm doing, everyone I'm talking to, the like you said, be available. I'm in different rooms in, like almost every week, probably two times a week, if not two times a week, frequently. So that way. As as we're as I'm able to see that new level of success, 
people that's in that room with me want, want the same amount of success, not just for them, but for me also. Yeah. And that's incredible. That's that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. My why has changed many times over the mm -hmm. years. I can't remember if we were talking about it before the broadcast ended or or this next one, but yeah, my why has changed many times. You know, when I got out of the Marine Corps, my why was because I don't want to work for the man. Now my why mm -hmm. is my grandson, my daughter, my son. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm doing it. I'm not doing it for me. I'm fine <laughs> sitting on the couch watching watching TV, watching movies and and just my business running. OK, um, but I want to do more because I want to set them up for life. That's it. You know, and like I said earlier, I don't, I'm not giving it to them. If, mm -hmm. if anybody, anybody that knows me, my kids don't get anything handed to them. They have to work for it. I don't care if it's in here in the warehouse, pulling orders, driving the forklift, driving a delivery across town, whatever. They work for it. And, you know, uh, business owners' kids get a bad rap, you know, because everybody thinks, oh, daddy gives it, gives it to them. That's not the case. I think if you dig into it a little bit more with my family, anyway, mm -hmm. you'll see that they're hard workers. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's just my my situation, anyway. Mm -hmm. And just like you said earlier, you 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 lead by example. So your kids seeing you working, coming in every day, working, grinding, building relationships, going to different places, and and it's crazy because the the little things that we are doing don't really it don't really seem like it's a lot, but in honesty, it's a lot. Yeah. And, and it really opened like our, our environment around. I don't have any kids yet, but uh, it just opened our environment to where like you can do anything that you want to do. Yeah. And that yep. is um, that is amazing. So let me ask you this. What made you want to start a podcast? Uh, OK, so uh, like when I met you, we were on episode three. I mm -hmm. think right now we're on episode 30, 31, something like that. Um, mm -hmm. We my son and I were in Florida at a major race uh, down in Gainesville, Florida, top of Florida. And I broke my femur and it was a compound fracture. Uh, they take me to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Two hours later, my son gets hurt. He's in, he's in the room next to me. Mm. So he's got a, a hurt shoulder. Oh. I've got a, oh. a femur and, mm -hmm. uh, and I was still limping around when I met you. What? Mm -hmm. And, we love dirt bike racing so much that I wanted to stay relevant. So I thought to myself, okay, we're not going to be at the racetrack for six to nine months. Okay. This femur took forever to heal. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to be at the racetrack for, for six to nine months. I, I don't want him, uh, you know, your sponsors forget about you quick. Okay. It's what have you done for me lately? Okay. If you're sitting on the couch healing, um, they'll forget about you. So I thought, how mm -hmm. can we stay relevant in this sport? Well, we talk motocross 24-7. Why not roll tape? So that's it. I mean, we thought of a catchy name, Moto Moto Live. And uh, we thought, yeah, there you go. Uh, you know, we thought of a catchy name. We had a good idea. And we just went for it. That's where I, that's what, what I was talking about, about just start moving. I don't mm -hmm. know what I'm doing. I've never had a podcast. I, I've never done this. Just start moving. And things fall into place. We did another show at the uh, the Sheraton this year. Uh, really? In Arlington. Yeah, we just did, uh, I don't know, gosh, uh, it was episode 28, 29, whatever. It's just uh, a month ago. And mm -hmm. uh, that Arlington Sheraton Hotel was has been our biggest show every time. 
It's yeah. incredible. It's incredible. And, and you know what? We just, I, I've got a guy, um, my right-hand man here at Colt Express, his name is Randy. And mm -hmm. he has this phrase that he walks around saying all the time, make it up as you go. Make it up <laughs> as you go. You know, people are like, well, what's the plan? I don't know. Push record and just roll. We're going to make it up as we go. If they don't like it, guess what? They can turn the channel. Okay. I mean, you know how many people have podcasts? I mean, mm -hmm. they're everywhere. So just keep scrolling, brother. If you don't like my show, just keep going. But we don't really have a plan. We have a guest and we kind of know what we're going to talk about. But other than that, you just roll with it. I mean, that's that's how we roll anyway. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree because like in 2020, when I started the journey, because uh, at first my first venture was uh, real estate. And so I just started, start watching YouTube videos and start doing, start taking action when I've been seeing. I mean, granted, a lot of people make it easy just because like, like they have a system, they have a system. But as you're starting off, you don't have a system, you have everything that everybody else have. So I kept taking action. Well, it was like inconsistent action, but I kept taking action. And so it took me 16 months to close my first deal with me and my partner, uh, Dylan Brown, back in Arkansas. It took us 16 months. My first hit second. And when they closed Jack, man, I was blown away. Heck I was yeah. Blown away. And then when they closed, I'm like, I don't know this mug real. So I'm going to wait. So I waited like, like what, five days? The the uh we closed the, the amount that we closed was like six thousand five hundred. So we split it down the middle, got thirty two fifty. And so I had waited like five days in order to start purchasing the things. And so what made me purchase was that I got two fees. It was a uh, uh the transfer fee. It was a fee for my uh because I had got a new credit card or a new uh, bank card. And so I was like, okay, this mug real automatically, <laughs> automatically within these last couple of months from January to now I've been to so many seminars, so many uh meetups, so many different like uh uh two day events, three day events, whatever the case is. Now I'm educated to where I know how to properly talk to someone. I know how to solve a problem because it's not about the property. It's not about the. It's never about the property. It's about the problem that you have in order to get to your next phase of life. Right. Right. Nobody wants to hear your opinion. They want to hear how you can solve the problem. Exactly. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And I yeah. don't think, go ahead, go ahead. How are those seminars going for you? I mean, Man, I've, I've been wanting to send some of my guys to some seminars, some sales seminars. Mm -hmm. Send them. Listen, send them. Jack, <laughs> it, it, the reason why I say send them because uh, granted, a lot of people teach differently, but what they're teaching, what they're talking about is going to be really beneficial because granted, you can use it in your everyday life, but if you don't know how to properly talk to someone, you're not going to be able to bring them value. You're not going to be able to solve that problem because if you don't know how to talk to them, if you don't know how to describe it, then it's like, it's kind of like a waste of time to be completely honest. But then yeah. like, so, so when you, when you do send your guys, if you do well, when you send them up, it, it'd be a good idea. When you send your guys to the, uh, to the seminars, they can get contacts from the people that's in the audience and, and, and start building a relationship with them. Yeah. So yeah. it, and, and it's it's very important because the speaker is speaking, but there's the people that's in the crowd is like really knowledgeable in whatever field that they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. You know, I, I haven't sent anyone yet. Uh, we've mm -hmm. been talking about it for a, a few years and it's, it's, it's coming uh, mm -hmm. because I feel like I kind of do my own seminar, right? When I hire mm -hmm. somebody, I kind of take them under my wing and, and they'll just kind of shadow me for, you know, a month or two. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and they're in the office. I'm I'm kind of showing them how to do it. So I I've kind of been the seminar for my guys. Right, we're mm-hmm. running 44 employees right now, but it's getting to where I can't do it anymore. I I don't have. There's not. I need more of me. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about reaching out and sending these guys to sales seminars, and and I'll learn from it too. You know, mm-hmm. I'm 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 I I was telling you earlier. You've got to surround yourself around smart people. I am not the smartest one in my office. Absolutely. I'm, I didn't even graduate high school. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had to go get college credits to get in the Marine Corps. Okay. Uh, when the recruiters told me, well, you, you've got to have a, a high school diploma, a GED or 15 college credits. I said, well, I'm not going back to school with those punks, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm not doing the GED thing. I just went and took some college classes and, and that's how I got in. But I'm I'm definitely not the smartest guy in my office. And I think that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. they actually several of them know that. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. I think you've got to be okay with that. You can't, you can't, I don't know anyone that's the that is constantly the smartest guy around. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if you do, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, you've got <laughs> certain guys that okay, he's the guy. He is the man in this in this uh venture. And then mm-hmm. I've got other people over here doing this, you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, 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 I constantly surround myself and I'm looking, I'm always looking for people that are smarter than me that mm-hmm. want to work with me. Okay. And like I said earlier, I don't have to be the boss. I don't, I don't like that term. Okay. I, I want everybody to, to know that, Hey, we we're coming together to make this work as, mm-hmm. as a team. Quit calling me the boss. I might write the checks. I might sign the checks, but and in, in, in theory, yes, I'm the boss. And they know that and they give me respect, but we don't work like that. Mm-hmm. We work as a team. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that right there alone is, is really major. Have you ever been to a seminar, webinar or a meetup? I have not. I've never been um, as, as close in 23 years of, in my business. I, the, you know, I haven't been to a real seminar where there's people in the crowd. Now I've had 50 plus meetings with millionaires on my mm-hmm. own on a rooftop, eating dinner, having coffee, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's because I reached out to them and said, um, Hey, I need, I need some leadership, you know, mm-hmm. and I've just happened to, to run into the right people, you know, at the right time and made the right connection to where they just kind of welcomed me in. You gotta, you gotta smile. You've got to be approachable. And I've just, I don't know, man, sometimes I want to change my name to lucky because sometimes I feel like the luckiest guy in the world. Mm -hmm. I just run into these people. Mm -hmm. I, I I had a guy, um, I had a guy, I don't, I don't know. I met him about a year ago. He owns a hotel. Mm -hmm. He bought this hotel for a dollar, a dollar. This is a, a multi-million dollar business, okay? It's one of the, it is the best hotel in downtown Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's called mm-hmm. the Mayo, okay? Um, we connected through dirt bikes, okay? John Snyder, John Snyder owns the Mayo Hotel. It's a, it's, it's a historic hotel, mm-hmm. and he bought it for a dollar, spent $40 million renovating it, okay? Mm-hmm. And, um... We connected over dirt bikes. I didn't even know he he owned this hotel. Okay, mm-hmm. that's why you can't label people. You cannot label people. You cannot 
read a book by its cover. You can't do that. I met this guy through yes, dirt biking. There you go. That's it. Okay. Yeah, okay. I met this guy through dirt biking. We had a connection. And then later on, I found out he's a multimillionaire. Okay? Mm. So, you know, to, to go chase somebody because you think, oh, he can help me. I'm gonna be I'm going to be friends with this guy because he can help me. That is the wrong attitude. Absolutely the wrong way to go about it. Don't even ask them what they're, you know what? Be interested in everyone. How about that? 100%. Just be interested in everyone. That's why God gave us two ears and one mouth. He wants you to listen more than he wants you to talk. Mm -hmm. So if you'll just be open to listen to everyone and have everyone's feedback, all of a sudden you'll start making these connections I didn't have a clue. He said, hey, let's grab some dinner on the top of the Mayo Hotel. I had no idea he owned the Mayo Hotel. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> I made myself available. Mm -hmm. I was I was genuinely uh, interested in him. And I thought, well, he's a cool dude. You know, we're going to get along great. Boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, I'm like, wow, this dude owns this hotel we're on the rooftop of. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Have I been to a seminar? Nope. But I've had several lunches and dinners and breakfast meetings with guys like this that have guided me in the right direction. Now, I've left those meetings and thought, I ain't doing that. That's dumb. I ain't doing that. You know, I tell my son this all the time. Listen, you don't have to. I send him to motocross schools. OK, he wants to be a pro racer. Mm -hmm. He's one level under pro right now. He's an intermediate. I send him to motocross schools. I've sent him to Florida, Texas, here in Oklahoma, Arkansas, all over, right? I try to tell him, listen, when you're in this guy's school and he's teaching you something, don't, the, the worst thing to do is to say, well, that's not how so-and-so taught me. No, don't, no, don't, don't do that. You went to his school, listen to his direction. Take mm -hmm. what he's got, take what this guy's got, take what this guy's got, form your own. You don't have to. And, and, and you don't even have to tell them what you're doing in, in front of them. Just nod your head and say, yeah, that's great. Awesome idea. Take that knowledge. Take this guy's knowledge. Take this guy's knowledge. Form your own. Do an mm -hmm. about face and then go do, do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. in, in the end, they weren't there to tell you, you've got to do this. They're just giving you advice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Take everybody's advice. Even the guy under the bridge. I'm going to tell you what. You can learn a lot from a guy living under a bridge. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm just telling you, I, I'm that guy that stops and pulls over and says, hey, what's going on? I've talked to those guys many times. I have a guy down, downtown named Christian. Mm -hmm. I take him socks and underwear and all, all that all the time. He does not want money. I've tried to give him a couple bucks here and there. He does not want your money. But he'll take some, some dry socks He'll take some dry underwear. I've learned a lot from that guy living under the bridge. Mm. Sometimes more than the than the rich guy that won't give you the time of day. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm glad you just said that. What's been the biggest thing that you learned from Christian? Um, being humble. Mm. Being humble. Take not, you know, not... Um, when I say being humble from a guy like Christian, um, you know what? You don't need to flaunt it. You don't need to flaunt what you're doing. Just do your thing. Nobody mm -hmm. needs to know. Nobody's. If you're asking me, I'll tell you.
but I don't need to walk around telling you, yeah, I own this and I just did this and I'm doing this and I'm climbing the ladder to this, to this place. Who cares? You know how many other, I mean, I used to think it was something that I, I could play guitar and sing. Do you know how many other guys can play guitar and sing? Are you kidding me? It, you need to be knocked down a step or two to get humble and go, yeah, you know what? I need to recognize that, you know, I'm not special. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying I'm not and you're not. That's not what I'm saying. Don't hear what I'm, I'm not saying. But sometimes you got to humble yourself with the guy under the bridge. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so so when did you realize that you had to really humble yourself? Was it when you started seeing Christian? Or, or like, what, what time frame did you actually realize? Let me start being humble and more humble than I am. I think it's uh, maybe um, losing deals. Losing deals will humble you in a heartbeat. You, uh, you, you stand your ground and you, you've got a customer on the phone and you're trying to make this deal happen and you won't budge at all. There's got, you've got to budge. There's got to be compromise. We talked about that with marriage, remember? There's mm-hmm. got to be compromise. So mm-hmm. when did I realize to be humble? I lost a few deals. Okay. I was on the phone and they were like, nah, we're not paying that. We're, we'll, we'll pay this. You know, I don't know. remember exactly what the deal was. It's been several, I've lost several deals and I've gained, I've gained them back. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back after them or I went back after someone else just like them. Yeah. You got to lose deals. You got to be knocked down the stairs a few times to be humble. And, 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 I- and and you got to jump in your truck and on the way home, you got to shut the radio off, shut the world off and just think to yourself and go, man, I blew it. I blew it. You can't you can't drive home at five o'clock or whenever you're going home and just think that you're the shit. Your shit does stink. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, you can't you can't live life that way. And it took me losing a couple of deals to figure that out. Mm. And not be just not be such a jerk on the phone. We're mm-hmm. doing it my way, and that's it. Boom, hang up. No, there's got to be compromise, man. If okay, check this out. If there's not compromise, it's got to be a win-win. Okay, mm-hmm. I've got to win, and my customers got to win. If I'm charging an arm and a leg to go to Dallas, Texas, from Tulsa to Dallas, Texas, they'll do it once. They might do it once because they were in a bind. Yeah. Dang it. We need that freight. We need it there. We need it now. We, we specialize in hot shot delivery. Okay. Mm-hmm. UPS and FedEx, they do their thing. We specialize in same day delivery. You call my office, you say, I need this. Um, I need this, whatever product, this part of a truck or whatever. I need it rushed to Dallas. There's a plane waiting on it. I need it there in five hours. We specialize in that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, the compromise thing. It's got to be a win-win. They might call you once and go, oh, dang it, he's got us. Just pay it. But they won't call a second time. And I want repeat customers. I want my name going around the world as, hey, Jack will work with you. Colt Express, Mm -hmm. they're good people. I don't want it going around that, yeah, yeah, he did it, but he's a jerk. I don't want that. I can't sleep at night like that. (laughs) And you and and I, I ah, you froze on me with everybody. Hey, right, say that me. again. You froze on me. I right, can you hear me. Yeah. 
Uh, so you just said three things about uh, compromising, uh, have building a relationship with everybody, and then losing deals. I never faced every last one of them. When I was uh, starting in 2020 and throughout 2021, I, I, I locked up maybe four to five properties, uh, uh, contract, I mean, properties under the contract, but I lost it because the numbers didn't make sense and I didn't know how to communicate with, with the sellers or with the property owners. And I lost it because I didn't know what I was doing. Okay, yeah. so boom, I lost deals. So now... It, and it was like period, periodically. So I get a, a deal. Let's just say I get a deal in, in June. I mean, yeah, in January, I lose it back in, in, the, in the same January. Then I try to get another one. I don't know how to run the numbers. On, I don't know how to communicate. I don't know how to do anything because I'm just putting it to where they're winning and I'm losing. You know, so I, I was putting their needs first. I mean, granted that that's, that's really good to do. But if you're at the deal, then the deal ain't going to make no sense. Right. With compromising, that's crazy because everything that we do has some type of compromising, and we never yep. pay attention to like until it's happening. Yeah, absolutely. That, that is amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, is amazing. I'm glad you're learning those lessons now. How old are you, Terrell? 23. Wow, dang. See, you you so far ahead of me. Trust mm -hmm. me, you so far ahead of me, and you're thinking already. I mean, um. That's that's awesome that you're learning those lessons now. I mean, those are lessons I had to learn 20 years later. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like you ever feel like um, uh, you look back and everything's been a haze. You're like, man, I don't even know how I got through the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. I remember the last three years, the last four mm -hmm. years. Um, it, it's it's like I've always been a late bloomer. OK, mm -hmm. um, in everything. Guitar playing, songwriting, uh, riding dirt bikes, business, whatever. I've always been a late bloomer. And so I look back. We celebrate 24 years this year with my, with my main business. I look back and, and sometimes I can't even remember 10 or 15 years of it. It's mm. such a haze. I don't know if my head was down and I'm just focused on working. I don't know if it was that or if it was just that um, I had dumb luck. I'm just I'm just. I'm getting lucky. Now I remember the last three or four years. I think my mind like got unclouded, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm, I'm really zoned in. I'm focused. And uh, I don't know. Gosh, I'm glad you're learning those lessons. You know what? <laughs> you got to help people win. There's a church uh, right down the street from, from, from my office right here. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's called guts church. Mm -hmm. And that's such an awesome church. I've only been a few times, but he puts this sign out. Uh, it's a humongous banner. This thing's got to be 40, 50 feet long. This banner, he hangs out on the side of his business. And, it, and it's, it's simple. It says, help people win. I would love to just have taken the credit because you've never heard that, right? But mm -hmm. you got to give the guy credit. He's doing amazing things. And that resonates with me. I don't know about you, but mm -hmm. that's awesome. Help people win. I mean, that's amazing. Good God. Your own success is, is great. It's right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's great. But when you help somebody else and I don't, and I don't mean you get it. I don't want any credit for it. I'm talking about when you take zero credit, I'm telling you what, brother, you go home and you feel like you're on cloud nine, mm -hmm. whatever cloud nine is, whatever. But you feel awesome when you help mm -hmm. somebody. And let me tell you, that will come back to you tenfold, tenfold. That'll come back with you to you. 
I don't care if it's that person helping you or if it's God shining the blessings down on you and his favor. It will it will come back to you. And I'm not doing it so it'll come back to me. Okay, I'm not doing it for that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying I recognize that. Mm-hmm. You know what what kills me is um people that do things for other people and then and then post it on social media like uh uh I just gave CPR to this guy and saved his life. I I I I have a problem with that. I don't know about you. That didn't need to be on social media. That did not. Mm-hmm. Now if someone else posted it, that's another thing. Listen, they're bragging on you, uh but I don't especially if they take a picture of the person they were giving CPR to. Does that make sense? It does. It does. I mean, it's like just do your thing and move on. Now mm-hmm. you've stolen, now you've taken the blessing that God was going to bless you with. You That was, that was it. Your fame, your five seconds of fame on Instagram showing that picture. Guess what? That was your, that was what you got out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I trying to say? Gosh, I, I, I think you're under, you understand what I'm saying, but other yes, people sir. might not. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, y- your, your payback on that was that. You got your, your, your payoff was the Facebook or the Instagram post. Hey, look what I did. I just saved this lady's life. Forget about that, man. That's not what was important. Are you worried about, were you worried about saving her life or the picture you took on Instagram? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you tell me, you got to make that up for yourself. I agree. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, it's just, it, I, and I want to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm irritated at the people taking, if you took the picture of the lady, you just saved her life, right? That is, that's awful. Uh, <laughs> what's the word? Um, conceited, right? Yeah. Now, if the news broadcast was there and they took a picture of you, let them brag on you. Listen, you don't need to brag on yourself. If you're mm-hmm. doing good shit, people are going to notice and people are going to take pictures. You don't need to to do it yourself. Now, I'm not saying... I, I, I'm on, I'm on Instagram and and Facebook, social media all the time. I'm not saying don't promote your business. I'm saying don't brag about giving CPR to the old lady and take a picture of her. Mm -hmm. That's totally different. Okay. Being a superhero, let the news brag about you about being a superhero. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know how we, how'd we get off on this? (laughs) (laughs) No worries. Uh, uh, it, and it can go like both ways to be completely honest. Some people post on social media when they do good things for validation. And some people do good things to post on social media to bring awareness. And the reason yeah. why I just said that is because I, I do good things both off, off of social media and on social media. I don't do it for validation. I do it to help the next person. Right. And it's crazy. And when you was talking about that, my uh, my homeboy Dominguez. So, you know, okay. So before I tell the story, so, you know, in the military, a lot of people in the, in the military really don't talk about learning more about yourself, becoming the best version of yourself. I mean, granted, it's not, it, it will be beneficial, but it's not their fault that they're not talking about it. So I do understand yeah. that that aspect of it. So my homeboy Dominguez, he just texted me, he was ironic that you was talking about it, and he just texted me. And so I've been making content ever since August of 2020. And I've actually got better with making content, with, with delivering my message, to actually creating something to that's 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 really beneficial for the masses and so he was like that he want to start uh his 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 workout gym or well, he want to start out start a gym and he want to actually start pursuing it 
So I asked him, I was like, when do you want to do that? He was like, uh, next month around my birthday. I said, okay. I said, okay. I said, I said, can I use some advice? He said, yeah. So I wrote down 10 things that, that 10 things that you should consider as you're making content. And the first one was what we talked about earlier. What is your why? Define your why and the content that you're going to be making is going to relate to everything that you're doing, everything that you want to want to want to become because once you figure out your why okay boom you got your reason now the video gonna follow it now now whatever you posting is gonna relate to your why that's what i'm doing that's what i had to learn i told him i was like man i wish somebody told me everything that i need to do in 2020 but it took me time trial and error to actually figure it out i'm, yeah. I'm still constantly learning i'm still constantly growing but the fact that i was able to just get him the the like 10 10 things i can't remember verbatim but I had wrote it down, wrote down, wrote down on a piece of paper and gave it to him. Yeah. And then I wrote, I really wrote 11, but 11 was like a bonus. I was like, believe in yourself. Yeah. And I put it in a box. Like, uh, I actually like highlighted that because if you don't believe in yourself, you just because you have a thought, you're not going to get nowhere, nowhere, nowhere further than just a thought. Yeah, absolutely. Then, I'd, I'd love to have that list. Send that to me. I'm, I got I'm, you. I'm all about it. You know, yeah, we just uh, we just uh, finalized the deal on that restaurant I told you about uh, mm -hmm. uh, yesterday. Yeah, we're gonna post the too. we're gonna post the heck out of stuff. I'm gonna tell how good the food is, how good the service is. I'm gonna be posting the 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 new signs we put up and and everything. We're gonna make a big deal about it. Yeah, you've got to promote your brand. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Uh, 100%. My suggestion would be, you know, and I and I'll be in those videos and those posts too. But my suggestion and what I've what I've found works is have somebody else do it. Like, you know, to, to me, it, it, it looks more genuine. It is more genuine to have somebody else uh, filming or or taking the pictures. Um, I don't know. It just comes across to me that that way. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong, you know, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, that's that's what I would add to that. I agree. I agree. And, and and that's why that's why I had told you like it's like two sides of it. Some people do it for validation and some people do do it to bring awareness. Yeah. Because if you're not doing it for no for whatever reason you're doing it for, there's a particular reason why. Yeah. And I'm just speaking for myself. The reason why I'm doing what I'm doing, making content the way I'm making, is because I want to bring awareness to everybody. Yeah. And you can give back to people. Just you don't have to when you give back to people, you don't have to want nothing in return. Right. I, and I told him, I was like, man, because we was talking for, for like 48 hours, uh, Thursday and Friday. I said, man, to be honest, you just learned a lot within these last couple of hours than you did the whole time you've been in the Marine Corps. He was, yeah. like, man. He was like, yeah, to be honest. I said, man, that, that's what it's all about, learning more about yourself and actually doing something that you love to do. And, yeah. and like, one thing that a lot of military personnel does is they wait until they get out in order to start something. No, right. don't do that. Do you know how long that is? It is a long time. I said, man, really, if you really think about it, a month is a long time. Two months, three months, four months, five months, six months, a year. That's a long time not to be doing nothing. Yeah. And then I, I, I try to like educate everybody I come encounter with. Like, man, what are you doing for yourself? Man, none. I'm, I'm going to wait till I get out. Why? Because I, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. How you try to figure it out? How you try, try to start doing anything? And I just I just be talking to him. I just be putting him on game on life, life game, not the military. Nah, nah. we ain't talking about the military. We talking about life. I and love it. It's just it's just, it's just amazing.
I love it. You know, um, a lot of a lot of people can't see your vision, and I just lost Jack. Hold on, it's coming back. There you go. Back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, uh, they don't see your vision, not mm -hmm. yours, but in general, you know, a lot mm -hmm. of people don't see my vision. Right. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. You know why? Because it's my vision. It came mm -hmm. out of these eyes. Okay. God gave me this vision and, and it, sometimes it's, uh, uh, Sometimes it can be depressing. It can it can get you down a little bit when you're you, you'll share this vision with somebody and they're like, that's stupid. That'll never work, man. I have to jump in my truck and, and, and take a drive and, and remind myself, oh, yeah, they can't see it because God gave me that vision. If he gave them the, the, the vision, we'd be competitors. You know, I mean, so press forward, do it. You know, I mean, what's the worst that can happen with the new vision? It fails. <laughs> Big deal. Big freaking deal. Yep. Good God. I'd rather die trying than sitting on the couch just dreaming about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love what you're doing, man. It's awesome. I, I, it's I really appreciate that, too. And, and it's crazy because everything that you're bringing up, I had a conversation with someone about the topic that you're talking about. And it's yeah. crazy. And I, I want to say that you're lucky. I want to say that you're lucky. I say that you're blessed. Yeah. I yes, like sir. that. That's just not a good nickname. <laughs> I might go with lucky. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, man, I dream big. I run mm -hmm. towards the fire all the time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you just, I don't know. I, I'm not afraid of losing. Good God, mm -hmm. I've lost. I, I, I feel like a million times. I know that's probably not the number, but I feel like <laughs> I've lost way more than I've won. Mm -hmm. But I I look back and I'm like, I wouldn't trade it. Those mm -hmm. were still fun. I lost you. You still be coming back now. All right. Yeah, still, yeah, yeah. There you go. Still there you fun go. Time. What's that? You said they still was fun time. I, I couldn't hear you. You said that they still were a uh, fun time. You were trading. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, good gosh. I mean, I traveled the nation racing dirt bikes for a long time and and lost way more than I won. I still have lots of memories, lots of pictures. Um, you know, lots of stories, lots of scars. You know, I've 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 broke uh, thirty bones racing dirt bikes. Mm. And uh, you know, I mean, same with same with uh, music. You know, I, I thought I was gonna be the next uh, greatest songwriter, right? I've written songs with guys that have number one records. Okay, I've been in the same room. We've written, we've co-written songs that, and and, and they didn't go anywhere, nowhere. Mm -hmm. But they, but those guys, they've written number one songs. Okay, you know, so I wouldn't trade that experience. I still love playing guitar. I still love singing country music. I still love writing. Now I'm sharing it with my my daughter and my son. They sing and they write and they play guitar. My daughter plays piano too. I mean, I wouldn't trade it. You mm -hmm. know, my failures in music, I still had fun. I mean, it, 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 here's the thing. If I knew ahead of time, you'll never make it in this. I may have not ever picked up the guitar. 
If someone mm-hmm. told me, hey, by the way, I can see into the future and you never make it. <laughs> I'm like, OK, well, crap. All right. I don't want to buy that guitar then. Maybe I'll try tennis. Uh, maybe I'll try go- uh, golf. Maybe I'll try bowling. I, I'm glad we can't know the future. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The unknown is amazing. Well, I'd rather not know nothing than rather than go ahead and take action, then learn along the way. Absolutely. The memories made from losing are still memories made. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That goes back to, um, you know, faith. If if you knew everything ahead of time, then it, it wouldn't require faith. A hundred percent. So, yeah, I, uh, I live my life taking chances, man. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, this restaurant we just dove into yesterday, we're going to take 30 days and remodel it. And uh, open up May 2nd, Monday, May 2nd. And um, I have no idea. I've never owned a restaurant. Never. I don't even know what I'm doing. And I'm not going to be behind the counter. I just bought the place, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's going to be successful because I'm going to put my blood, sweat, and tears into it. And that's it. There is no option. It it has to be successful or else. Mm -hmm. That's it. I don't give myself a plan B, you know? Um, I think, I think school and college is overrated. Um, I mean, I, I live my life off of, uh, uh, real experiences and I take those real experiences and I put them into life. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just, that's, that's how I live. I'm not saying that's how everybody should live, but, um, I, I'm having fun doing it. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, I'm having fun. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish high school and then go right into four more years of college. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm not saying you should do that or shouldn't. I'm just saying that um, uh, there are real life jobs out there that that you know people are doing just as good at without four eight years of college. Now we can get go down that road someday if you want, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, I thought I was going to spend 20 years in the Marine Corps too, and that didn't work out. Me too. Bounce from one thing to another. And, Me too. And it, you know, my my grandpa was a career Marine. My dad was a career Marine. I had no idea I was going to break my neck in the Marine Corps. I was begging to stay in. They were like, "You can't stay in. You just broke your neck. We're putting two screws in your neck. Mm-hmm. You're going home." Well, you just regroup, or, or I could just sit and dwell on that. For years and years, oh man, my plan, my plan didn't work out. <laughs> oh man, I, I was gonna be a, a career marine. Good God, pick yourself up off the ground and move on to the next thing. Mm. Mm. I mean, good God, who knows what you'll be doing in five years, ten years, fifteen years? It may not be a podcast. It could be you could be the the next uh, host on a on the View TV show. I don't know. It could be something totally. Totally opposite. You could own a car lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But whatever it is, you just, you go with it. You just go with it. 100%. Pick yourself up, tie your boots, and and start walking. Start moving forward. <laughs> you got me yelling. I'm all excited now. And, and, and listen, listen, because I, I see it within your face, and it's, this is great. This is great, man. I'm man. passionate, man. <laughs> Anything I do, I want to be passionate about it. Mm-hmm. You know, anything, you know, this, I got done wrong. What the, the thing, the thing about the arena cross series mm-hmm. is uh, back in November, this last November we had um, 
my my son was in an altercation on the racetrack and mm -hmm. uh they disqualified him long story short they disqualified him i was fine with that i'm mm -hmm. fine with that we'll take our punishment fine son load your stuff up we're disqualified and there's always next weekend i was fine with the decision we did not we did not argue about it the official said he was disqualified he's disqualified that's that's fine we didn't even bat an eye at it but mm -hmm. then uh the the kid that uh he got into the altercation with came over and destroyed our pit area okay like mm -hmm. i'm talking this was criminal you know pushed my wife pushed my spit in my daughter's face and destroyed our pit area okay mm. and nothing was done to him so let me fast forward to why i'm telling you this that mm -hmm. was uh that was an arena cross series that we were following um, we left that series. The guy called me and texted me, left voicemails, long text messages saying, please come back. Please. We didn't, we didn't want it to go that way. Listen, it only takes me one time to get, to touch my hand to the fire. You did me wrong. I'm out. Now mm -hmm. there's, there's going to be circumstances in life where I try again. Uh, I give them a second shot, but in that, and you've got to determine that in that, in that situation, I said, no, no, you totally burned me. You guys made the wrong call, whatever, whatever. Okay. I'm, I'm fast forwarding. And the, and what I'm trying to say is the opportunity came up to start my own series. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing. I'm not mm -hmm. doing it in, in spite of him. I'm doing it because I think I have a better plan. I think I have a better mousetrap. Okay. Mm -hmm. The mousetrap has been there forever but I think I can build a better mousetrap and we're putting our series together right now. We're going to be in Vegas, Reno, Colorado, Texas, Oklahoma, North Carolina, uh, Albany, New York. We've already got our schedule lined out. We start in November, November of mm. this year, our new series starts. It's the kicker arena cross. We're the only national series that chases the AMA number one plate. If you don't know what that is, I mean, your listeners can can look it up, but the AMA number one plate is the is the biggest thing going. Okay, it's mm -hmm. the American Motorcycle Motorcyclists Association. Okay, it's the biggest sanctioning body in racing. Mm -hmm. So, our series has that. So, in a sense, I'm like I, I'm not fooling with your small series anymore. We're moving on. We're mm -hmm. moving on to bigger and better things. I don't need to call you back. I don't need to text you back because you did me wrong. I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to pull that trigger. I'm not saying don't give people a second shot. Thank God. Thank God people have given me a second, third, and fourth, and fifth shot at life. Okay? Mm -hmm. Thank God they did that. But there's there, there comes a time when you, you, you can't be burned a second time. If, if it was bad enough. You cannot go back there. hundred percent. And that's, that's for you to decide. Okay. Mm -hmm. You want to go back and try it again. You think things are worked out. You think it's going to be better this time. That's on you. I decided in this situation, I'm not going to do it. I can't mm -hmm. afford it. I can't afford to put my family back in that situation. We're moving on. <laughs> There's growth right there. This yeah. man, this was great. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do this again sometime. A hundred percent. Part two. Yes, sir. Next time, part two gonna be in person. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I'm sir. In. Yes, sir. I'm in. But 
Jack, before we close out, man, do you have any last um uh, last comments that you want to make and how can people reach out to you? Man, you can reach out to me. Um gosh, the best email right now to get me at uh, is ax director at yahoo.com. AX, that stands for Arena Cross, AX director at yahoo.com. Uh, that's the best way to email me. Find me on social media under uh, uh, I just went blank. The Moto Moto Live Show. There you go. That's our <laughs> podcast. Uh, the Moto Moto Live Show on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, my TikTok is under just my name, Jack Brassfield. And uh, you know what? We're making it up as we go. I don't care if I have three viewers or 3,000. We do it anyway because I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it because I love it. I'm not doing it for the 3,000 viewers. I'm not doing it for that. And people, it, the, the, the quicker people understand that, the, the happier they're going to be in life. I don't care if, I don't know how many are listening to us right now, and I don't care. Please don't tell me the number. You know, I mean, it's, it doesn't matter to me. That's not why I'm doing life. I'm doing life. I'm enjoying life the way I'm doing it. I, I'm almost afraid if you tell me how it's really going, I'll kind of give up and I won't want to do it. Does that make sense? It does. Do your thing, man, and be nice to people. You know, three questions I got for God right now, and I, and they keep adding up. I change my questions all the time. But when I get to heaven, I'm going to – one of my questions is going to be, uh, why – why, why did you give us all different languages? It would have been so simple to just speak one language. Why did you make us different colors? Because that's caused a huge uproar. What the <laughs> heck is up with that? We could have all been green and just been fine, you know, because I don't live my life that way. And it's irritating that, that people put that in, uh, into a, uh, in, put us into that situation. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my, my next question, uh, since my wife just had her gallbladder out, 48 hours ago, I'm like, that's going to be one of my questions. Why do we have a gallbladder if we can take it out and we don't need it anyway? Right? I have these weird questions. These are the things that go through my crazy mind going down the road, man. The gallbladder, the appendix. How come you can just take them out and the doctors go, ah, you don't need that. So that's my question to God. Why do we have that then? <laughs> and he's probably going to have some awesome response, right? You know? I'll tell you one thing. Let me end on this and I'll, I'll let you go. I don't want to get to heaven and I call it the thump. Okay. The thump, thump on the head. Can you see that? Boom. Mm -hmm. I don't want God to thump me on the head when I get up there and go, you idiot, man, you know how much I had planned for you that you didn't do. Remember that guy I sent you, I sent your way and you turned him away at the door. Remember that, remember that business deal that you just let go? I don't want to get to heaven and God give me that thump on the forehead and go, man, you could have had so much more fun down there. <laughs> That's it. I'll just leave it at that, man. Man, I really <laughs> appreciate you for your time, man. That, that This was great. This episode was great. Next time we can do it, we can definitely do it in person for sure. Yeah. Everybody that tuned in, I really appreciate y'all for tuning in. Hopefully, y'all got value from this just as much as I got value from it. Remember, always become the best version of yourself each and every day. Never stop striving for greatness because if you do, you never gave up on yourself. I thank y'all and I love y'all. Continue to be great.